Hello, and welcome to the spoiler cast. The show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them because it's the spoiler cast. And <laughs> I am to be yes as always, and as always, I have my sister and trusty co-host with me, uh, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this, you'll probably hear her because of editing. But yes. if you're watching this live on YouTube, as we do send this live on YouTube every Thursday, um, you didn't hear that first, but now you hear it. So <laughs> All I said was hello. That's fine. That's fine. Um, and um, if you are watching us live on YouTube, uh, or you're watching it just uh, in the YouTube archives, you are able to just listen to us on every major platform there is. Uh, podcasting platform, that is. Yes. <laughs> you, uh, well, yeah, YouTube, um, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all of them. All of them. Just type in the spoiler cast and you'll find us. Or check um, the links in the description. if you uh, Check the links. The link tree in the description, yes. Um, you can also support the show um, by going over to our Patreon page. And for as little as $3 a month, you get an extra episode every week. Where we talk more about movies. And you also get to choose what movies we talk about on the free episode. Yes. Enough shilling. Let's get on <laughs> with the show. Um... So we we chose the French Connection this week. Yes. M- mainly because it was one of the first time we had to cancel a show. Yes. I don't remember why. Me neither. I it was, was back in March. Back in March, I was sick or something. I don't remember. Something but we had happened. to cancel the show that we we had planned to talk about the French Connection. Um but we 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 had to cancel it. Um but now we we first talked about watching another horror movie, but we've been doing a lot of horror movies lately, um, and we're going to talk about a horror movie next week, obviously. Yes. Because we're watching uh, the new Conjuring movie tomorrow in the theater. First theater visit of the year. Very exciting. <laughs> Very and the exciting. first time since Tenet premiered. Uh, yeah. Well, for me, it's for me, the first least. time since. Uh, oh yeah, that Swedish film. Uh, yeah, uh, the other side, Andersidan, yeah. in November. Um, you and I actually watched uh, the Peninsula after Tenet, though. That was in August. Tenet was like in July. Oh, that's true. That's true. But it's been it's been well over six months yes. for both of us, which has never in my life happened before. No, I mean at least since I like gained autonomy <laughs> and could go to the cinema by myself. I've always. Yeah. Um, gone at least like at least four or five times a year at least yeah I think we've I think I've been a gold member at the uh, local cinemas for well over six years oh yeah you're you're probably closer to ten I've been a we we got our uh, we got our membership cards in 2010 Oh, that's on my, right. Uh, for my 20th birthday. I actually remember this. Um, <laughs> you bought us tickets for Tron uh, Legacy. Yeah, it was... Because I'm a big Tron fan. Preview as well, wasn't it? Or like an uh, early... No, but it was the premiere. Premiere or something, um, yeah. It was the big premiere. And um, we, for years, had just not had membership cards because we thought, nah, it's it's no use. But then it's just like, well, it doesn't cost you anything, so why not be members? So we got membership cards... And um, after that, we we hit the gold level. At least I did in September 2013. No, I think so I from have December 
from December 2010, it took us a couple of years to hit uh, gold. gold membership. Uh, because I don't remember we, what we didn't, the we like go. We could what? levels are. I don't remember what the levels are, but you have to see like at least six movies a year or something to oh, achieve you, you gold. Have to, you have to see to hit to hit gold level. You have to watch ten movies in a year. Ten movies, right? So one at each month, basically. Then. Now it's yeah, one each month, basically. But you also get some extra points if you buy candy and whatever. Yeah. Um, and back then we didn't de- we didn't watch ten movies a year. It was it was uh, it was before I I it was it was. Because of that, though, that we started watching more movies. I remember that. Yeah. Because um, we realized that we can get free shows eventually if we did. Yeah, you got free tickets. I mean, you got you got preferential treatment when it came to uh, sneak pre- sneak previews and shit. Yes. Yeah. We've seen a um, bunch of movies for free very early just because we've been gold members in this. <laughs> yes, yes. SF. Uh, um, which Swedish is film, film. Swedish film. Something. Uh, it's just called Swedish film, yes. Yeah. It's based from Swedish film industry, but no, yeah. it's just called Film Stalin. Right. Film City. Whatever. Um, so yeah, since 2013, we've been gold members, which means we've seen approximately 10 movies a year. At oh yeah, I think I, more. I think I peaked in like 2015 or 16. I think right before I started making videos properly. Wasn't that the um, year we seen... like watched three movies in a day? Sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still remember the uh, Evil Dead slash Star Trek Into Darkness uh, right. evening. <laughs> one amazing movie, one terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I I think I had like forty movies in a year. I don't remember which. I think it was twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. But I had to be like um, the f- a film festival as well, right? No, it was just I watched every movie. They have you know the 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 summer festival where they have oh, the right, premiere yeah. a bunch of movies. They don't do that anymore, not as many at least. No, but there's like all the big blockbusters. Like I think I watched like fifteen uh, big blockbuster premieres in like two months. Um, and then there's the rest of the year. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's a bunch of movies. That's a <laughs> I bunch can't of even movies. calculate yeah. that. Well, Either way, one a week. Either way, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're just very, 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 very excited to go back to yes. the cinema. Um, very excited. Very. Uh, so instead of talking about another horror movie, we want to talk about a classic. Yeah, and one one we we had missed before, and it's the French Connection. I do believe this was a patron request, but I'm not entirely sure. I I don't know if it was. I tried to find uh, where where someone would have requested it, but I haven't. Didn't find it. Because I don't think we would have thought of this movie otherwise. I don't know. Uh, whatever. We're talking Either about way, it. We're talking about The French Connection. I had seen it before. I'm pretty sure you hadn't. No. <laughs> I don't think did I've you, even heard of it. Did you know about it? it? No. Oh, okay. Well, let's start then. What was your opinion on The French Connection? At first, I was kind of confused, to be honest. Because it kind yeah. of throws you straight into the middle of the movie, it feels like. Yeah, sort and of, yeah. I, I didn't really like. I didn't know what was happening, but after like thirty, forty minutes, like ah, okay, now I'm, I'm catching up. <laughs> You're kind of following along, yeah. yeah. And that's that's sort of the point, from what I understand. Okay. Um, that it, because it's based off of a real um a real case. Yeah, I figured that uh, much. Yeah, that they they wrote a book about it in like the mid '60s. Yeah. Um, so it. But I did like it, to be honest. It, it, it's yeah. uh, it's intriguing, a bit confusing, and a bit hard to follow along sometimes. But it is it's exciting. 
Yeah. Like, I, constantly, I, I almost. Though, I think, though, the most... Because I'm, I'm... Even after having watched it twice, um, I think the confusing part is, like, you don't really... They don't really tell you or show you when Popeye and uh, uh, Cloudy get gets gets like on the case. Yeah. Because they literally don't. They just go to a bar where they know uh, like scumbags hang out and they case the place to see if they find anyone who looks suspicious. That's after he after the beginning when Cloudy gets cut by the knife. Yeah. Uh, Roy Roy Scheider. Um he says let me buy you a drink when they're about to to um, go home for the day. Um, and he, the whole thing would, when he says, I just want to go home, I yeah, get yeah, cut yeah. today, and yeah, that, that part. Um, and they go to that bar, and Popeye just wanted to go there to see if he could find someone that looks suspicious. <laughs> also, that's, that's why see. he's talking about the guys by the table in the back. Yeah, he keep, um, keeps asking, who are they? And they recognize some of them, because they are like... Scumbags. Known. They're known, yeah, they're known in the, in the, in the, in the circles. Um, and they they pinpoint Sal Boca, who yeah. then so they start tailing him like what what is he doing here? He he owns a sandwich shop shop. How is he spending hundreds of dollars on bottle service at this club? Yeah, with those like rich guys. In yeah, the back. The, yeah. The the what's his name? Lee Weinstock. Something who, who, like who's that. Who's the guy with the money later on? I think he's there. So they start tailing them, and they realize that aha, <laughs> we were on to something. <laughs> Which is like that's not how police work should work, or at least not nowadays. But maybe they did that back then. I mean, I back know. then they were trying to find bad guys, probably. Yeah. And I mean, because I I kind of thought that the first dude they chase in the opening, literally. Yeah. I He's thought wearing the Santa suit. Yeah, 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 and the hot dog stand outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. I thought he, because they're after him for something. Drugs, drugs, and something else. Did you spend time and did you pick your feet? Well, yeah, that's um, that's a saying. That's a thing that Popeye says. It was the thing that the real Popeye. Well, he didn't say that specifically, but it's like good cop, bad cop thing. Okay. Um, he asks some. He asks you a strange question. You're like, what? What what are you talking about? So that the other can say, Hey, just tell me where you hid the stuff or whatever. Uh, Okay. Okay. It's to throw the guy off. Okay. That's why the police commissioner asks him as well. Or is he referring to, when he says that he shivved someone as well, is he referring to... uh, um, Cloudy. Yeah. Yeah, Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was like... Well, they can't bust him for it. I mean, it's... uh, Back in prison or something. police officer. Yeah. (sighs) Whatever. Yeah. I I find it interesting, but it's a bit confusing and very... It's very fast-paced. Yes, yes, and that's I, I, I I'm not I sure if sure I if you... I oppose it though. I kind of liked it. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure because um, I think a lot of people would say it's funny that you say it's fast paced because I think a lot of people nowadays would say that it's very slow paced. It's a lot of standing around, watching other people, walking, sitting in cars. Yeah, but they're always on edge. Like something's always happening, though. Even though they're just yeah. waiting for someone to do something, you get so much information <laughs> from that scene. Yeah. And the best part is that they have no idea what's going on. We as an audience know a little more. We know that the French guys are there to deliver something yeah. obviously illegal. We're not sure exactly what yet. Yeah. So we know more than they know. 
but but they know they know Popeye they know. and Cloudy they know something. <laughs> something something's fucking going on with this guy with Frog Number One. Oh yeah, uh, it's, that was uh, a bit uh, uh, throwing me off as well because all of a sudden they spoke French. I was like, wait, I have to check the subtitles. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I mean, I know some French, but I do not know what they were saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I have barely conversational French left. Barely. I, I can read it, but I can barely speak it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Um, so it's funny that you actually found it fast, because I thought you might find this a bit boring, since it's just people walking around. But yeah, like like you said, like there's always something going on. There's They're constant on information edge. of some sort. Yeah, like, yeah. even when they were sitting in that car and just watching um, um, the other Boca... Car. In in his uh, sandwich shop, oh yeah, yeah, yeah shop yeah. or whatever, they were they were discovering that oh they're they're packaging stuff. Yeah, they're putting stuff they're, in the newspapers. They're figuring out costumes to disguise themselves. Because she came <laughs> out with the wig, and I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, no, yeah. I like I like that it was it compared to some older movies, it was very fast paced, but it sometimes was a bit too fast, I guess, because I did get like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, I'm not oh, yeah. quite following I, along. <laughs> I looked away, like, for, I don't know, 15 seconds. And all of a sudden, they were just running around. I lost him, I lost him. I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Who are they I'm chasing? Like, oh, you have to watch this movie. Yeah. You can't just you can't just scroll your phone and like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta watch the movie. Yeah. Because there was no dialogue. I just missed an, an entire chapter of the movie with no dialogue except yeah. for, oh, I'm looking for the guy. I sort of did that when they, um, when he runs after the dude uh, on the train. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, first, yeah. Uh, the first time, the, the older, more distinguished gentleman, French guy. Oh, yeah. I got a bit lost there when the French guy walks off. Yeah. And, and he follows, on, and, and then all of a sudden he's on again. I'm like, wait, wait, what just happened? That How did he get back amazing. on in the train? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, there's, and th- that's also because he he knows that the police is trailing him, but he's yeah. not sure. And we see Popeye who's trying to hide, and then back and forth, back and forth. And then he finally realizes, oh, that's the guy who's following me. Yeah. So then he the, he um, he he gives him the what's fuck, it called? Whatever it's called. Oh, the... slip or something. The slip, yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> from this from Shot and Dead. Wasn't right. that hard? I give him the slip. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, let, let, let's talk about the scene that everyone talks about um, when they talk about the French connection. And uh, let's see, because this that's the one scene that everyone remembers. Like, ooh, it's, it's infamous for this scene. I just want to know if that's your favorite scene. Um, the car chase. Because people people usually re- reference that because it's the big like action set piece. Yeah, it's not my favorite scene. No, movie, it's, it's not my scene. favorite either, to be honest. No, I really like the like final chase on the train though. Uh, when um, well, it's not the final chase. Sorry, um, with the second guy on the train when he's been shooting at him with the sniper. Oh, that's yeah. well, my that's, favorite scene. I guess scene. it's part of the car chase. Yeah, but that specifically, like, yeah, when yeah, they're yeah. on foot. I like that bit. Yeah. I don't know if the cars really stuck with me. No, but well, it, it is infamous because it was filmed without proper um, 
uh, they didn't have the proper uh, permits to do it. Oh. Um, they had help by the NYPD because they were like redirecting traffic and shutting down streets so they could film it. Um, but the the big crash when he crashes into the car, it's like a yeah. van coming from the side. Yeah. That wasn't actually supposed to happen. He, oh. he was just a guy who ran into... To, um, that the police obviously didn't manage to redirect yeah. then. What, wow. What's, <laughs> what's the main character's name? Popeye. Well, what's his yeah. real name? Um, it's standing. I can't remember. Is it Jimmy? It in front of me. Jimmy Doyle or? Yeah, D- Doyle. Yeah, Jimmy Doyle, Doyle is the one, right? Yeah. What's his name? Jim- Jimmy Doyle. No, Gene Hackman. Thank you. Oh, you mean the actor? I Sorry. Yeah, I said. Yeah, what's his real name? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you meant the character's real name. Oh, okay, no, no, Gene Hackman. Sorry. So yeah, Gene, Gene Hackman, Hackman was driving the car. Oh. Um, and got hit by that car, and they, 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 he, he just kept driving like. At least out of frame, so they used it. Um, so that's kind of why it's why it's it's it, the movie's known for that scene. Oh uh, yeah, okay. very dangerous. <laughs> and I mean, it's a, it's a good chase scene, but I mean, I've seen better, especially like in newer movies. But yeah, I, I was about I, to say, I, especially I, I get, these I, it's days. A, it's still an exciting scene because he's following the train and yeah. uh, just it's it's once again shot very fast paced. So yes, I, I do enjoy it. But it's not my favorite. My, yeah, my, my favorite is probably, uh, I I like the ending. The, the when he's when he's walking alone in the the, the oh that derelict abandoned building. warehouse thing. Yeah. Yeah, and he's chasing the French guy. Um, but then he shoots someone I, else. Yes. I, I was, like, I was a, like, who is that? Yeah, because he he's not in the movie a lot. He's one of the FBI agents that they have to have along for the case. Oh yeah, that's true. And he's true. only in the movie like for a few scenes before that. So when he shot him, I was like, "Wait, that's who? not a that's not a bad guy. I know that guy." And then he says, "Yeah, it's whatever his name is, Brundig or Grun Brunderly or something." Something, yeah. I was like, "Oh, oh, oh no!" Just, he just, I don't care. I know the French guy's in here somewhere. Yeah, he's obsessed, basically. He's, yeah, at, the, at that point, because it's it's been like at least a couple of months has gone by, which it doesn't feel like, but it has. No. They had warrants to to wiretap for sixty days, and before he gets shot by the sniper, gets shot at by the sniper, they they get off they get they get taken off the case because they don't have warrants anymore. That's what the police commissioner say. Oh yeah. When they're at the um, the the car crash place, mm-hmm. the, the place where the car cars crashed, so there's been at least two months of right. them just tailing these guys and finding basically nothing tangible, other than a hunch. Yeah. So you can see why why Popeye gets a little obsessed by it. Sure. <laughs> um, and then there's this. That's just his. And I I like that about the character. He's he's um he's very like very obsessive, um and like very very focused. Even though he seems to be easily distracted sometimes, he's still very focused on his on work. On that one thing, though. Yeah. Um. There's this, there's this thing. Every time he like spots. There's there's this like musical sting whenever he like gets a hunch or gets a he gets when when that whenever he sees something it's it's in the club when he starts watching that table and he watches Sal Boca and you just hear a in the music yeah. and it just zooms in on him zooms in on them and he's like you know those guys he asks Cloudy it's a bit that, of that's a when he gets the hunch it's almost a nee but not really uh, no it's just creeping in there yeah but like the same effect. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Um, and then, then in the ending, when he's walking around there, it's 
it's constantly there in the soundtrack. Yeah. He is, this is it. Like, he's going to get this guy after months of work. And then, spoilers, he doesn't. No. The movie ends so, like, abruptly. Like, oh, no. Uh, well, they got this guy and this guy. Uh, but the French guy, he disappeared. They but, think he lives in France somewhere. <laughs> but they do, like, they get the, the drugs and stuff, right? Um, yeah, Cause they, they empty they, the car and then they, they get it back. They seize the car. Um, uh, well, we don't know if they get the drugs, but because they, they put the money in the car, the drugs were hidden in the garage. For, for, oh right, right. The money later. was in the car, right? Yeah. So they shoot Sal. I, th- I think he's the one that gets shot by Cloudy. Um, it's so it's so yeah. fast. I didn't really see who it was he shot, but he shot someone. <laughs> um, uh, Lee Weinstock got his charges uh, like dropped. And, um, yeah, Claudia and Popeye gets taken off the... The case. Uh, narcotics division. Yeah. And the last thing you see is, like, oh, the French French guy, whatever his name was, frog number one, disappeared. <laughs> we believe he lives in France now. It's just like, oh, fuck. And that's the final shot when, when, after killing an FBI agent, Popeye just walks off saying, I know he's in here somewhere, and just walks yeah. out... Out of out of frame, basically. He just continues. Yeah, because he, he can't stop. He can't stop. I I ah, it's very very strong. Uh, um, why is it in English? Bildspråk. Pick Ima- image Ima- language. Imagery. I don't know. Imagery. Yeah, imagery probably. Yeah, I guess. Imagery. Um. And. Uh, well, I I um. Wait, have you seen The Exorcist? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's the same director, and I mean, if you know that, it makes sense because he's very he's very good at like striking imagery. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's been a while since I saw The Exorcist, but yeah, it is striking. Yeah, yeah, very striking. Um, so yeah, I I like when I when I first watched it. I mean, this this time around because it's been years since I saw it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good, but I don't get why it's. Why it's uh, so so beloved? It has a ninety-four on Metacritic, but then like it I won watched it five Oscars. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, and and I I watched it for the second time this morning, um, because I woke up early, and <laughs> I had the whole day to to uh, like think about it and just like no no I I get it, like when you're watching it you're so in it so you're like oh it's a police procedural. But then you start thinking about the music. You start thinking about the acting. You start thinking about just yeah, like like you mentioned the 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 intensity of the movie, which yeah, you don't think is gonna be there because it's just people walking around, but it's super intense. Indeed, in, 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 intense in a, in a way that like modern movies aren't. I mean, modern movies can be very intense, but if you like, if you if you if you'd make this movie today. It would have been very. I think a lot of people would say it's boring because it's just people walking around or yeah. sitting in cars. You know what it reminds me of, sort of, but like, like when you said it like that, if you tried to do it nowadays, it would be kind of like dragged across concrete. Yeah, but even even that isn't as intense as this is. No, no, but it would probably have more of that feeling. Yeah. Because I don't think we can convey that intensity anymore without actual bullets flying. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't know if anyone is capable of that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say dragged across, blah, 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 dragged across concrete gets pretty close. 
Yeah, but it's also but, dragged across concrete. Yeah, and it's also like half an hour longer. Yeah. <laughs> because that guy, uh, S. Craig Zoller, his style is not intense. His style is very no. methodic and slow yes. paced. So it is different. But yeah, there is uh, there, is there is some is, similarities. There is a likeness to it. Yeah. yeah. There is similarities. Yeah. Good catch. <laughs> Good call. Um, also, Aren't you, you proud of me? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't checked that out, Check out check out our episode um, where we talk about Dragged Across Con- Concrete, one it's... of the better movies of last year, I guess technically 2019, but still. Te- yeah, technically, it's yeah. somewhere in our it's repertoire. Somewhere. It's on YouTube. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah. not on uh, Spotify. That's before we were on Spotify and iTunes. Probably. So it's on YouTube. But check, so check out. out the YouTube. Yeah. You know uh, what I liked? A trivia that I found. Oh yeah. Apparently, a lot of cops were in this movie, like playing extras. Oh yeah, yeah. The like the cop in the entire shot. bar. Yeah, there's a bunch of cops there. Yeah, to make and it the, like authentic, sort of. Yeah, the the cop on the subway or whatever that train, the L train or whatever it's called, the train. Mm-hmm. The cop who gets shot is a real cop, who used who had that job to like patrol the the trains. Yeah, he's an uh, a New York Transit Authority policeman, but yes. he happened to Transit. be a member of the Actors Guild as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and another thing about that movie, the 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 train conductor, um, they, they mentioned his name. I don't remember something. The guy who gets like a heart attack, and that's why the train crashes. Oh yeah, he he was the real train conductor on the day because the <laughs> the actor didn't show up. So they were just like, "Well, you'll have to do it." He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> just act scared and then have a heart attack. It's not that difficult. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but all of those things. Because they like use real policemen. I mean, even the real Cloudy and uh, Popeye Pop- are in the yeah, movie. They're extras they're, as well. One of them extras. doesn't have a speaking line. Uh, speaking role. No, though. I think Popeye has a speaking line, but he's yeah. not called the Popeye. Wasn't no, that was his real nickname, but he wasn't called Jimmy Doyle in real life. It was something else. I don't know. Uh. Anyway, um, it adds to the reality and um, the kind of like semi. Uh, 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 documentary style that Free, uh, F- F- William Friedkin uses in this movie because he, he had done a lot of documentaries before this. Um, like a lot of like scenes where they're just walking around on the streets. It's just them with a camera on the street. A lot of handheld. And it, you can almost see that people like looking into the camera because they're not extras. They're just people. And they're like, on. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. It just adds to the realism. Like all this, this takes place like over the I guess over the Christmas New Year weekend, well, like I guess into February because of how long it takes, but yeah. it starts around Christmas. Um, so it's always super cold, and you can you can tell it's cold. Yeah. Not only because you can constantly see people's breath, and but like how people they stand like this all the time. Yeah, and they pull their coats you can, you can closer and stuff. It's, just, it's the the color scheme, and it just it looks cold all the time. They did apparently alter the color a bit, though, to make it they look did. a bit oh, okay. colder. Well, that makes sense, you know, to make it feel more cold. Yeah. Or maybe um, that was... No, wait, that was for the 2009 Blu-ray release. Before oh, that, maybe okay. not. So I don't know what... Because we saw it on Disney+. Plus. I'm not sure we which on one Plus. that would uh, correlate to. It's an HD to. version. It's, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Probably the Blu-ray? I mean... I don't know. I don't. I don't think they just transfer a Blu-ray over on uh, no, but they Disney. Probably but get that a, digital copy. Yeah, feels like. At I least. don't know. Do they say what what color? 
how they how they changed the color because this movie this version was it was kind of bluish I would say for the most part. Well, they made it co- to give it a colder look, so probably it's probably that. Huh. Yeah. I would. I wonder. I wonder what the original looks like, or like an older DVD. I know a lot of the old uh, posters were almost like brown in color or like mustard like, colored. A lot of the posters are orange or yellowish. Yeah. yeah. Which I wonder. Maybe just is a choice. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because a lot of the posters are also drawings, technically. Yeah. But I. I, I like that the 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 official poster is when he shoots the the French assassin yes. in the back, and you don't even see uh, Popeye the bullet in the or he's anything. Just a little black thing in there. Yeah, <laughs> and he's almost collapsed, and then shot. hey, ooh. yeah, love that. <laughs> um, it was someone someone pointed that out. I read some article that if if the movie was made today, it would be cloudy and and Popeye. Like looking, looking intense, and then a couple of guns and some cars in the background. Yes. Make it look like an action movie. Yes. Because they have to sell it as an action movie, even though it's not an action movie. This is definitely not it's an a action drama. Movie. It's yeah, drama slash like thriller. I would say. I think I mean, it's, no one uh... shoots a gun until over an hour into the movie. The first time someone uses a gun, at least to shoot with, is when the assassin tries to shoot Popeye. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. According to IMDb, it's an action crime drama. All right, sure. I mean, there is action in it towards yeah. the end, obviously. But it's definitely more, yeah, towards. It's crime more drama and crime, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, was there anything about it you didn't like? No, not really. To be honest, I mean, I, personally, some of the acting was a bit intense, maybe. But it, also, considering when it's made, it's not intense. Because they could go even worse back in the 70s. <laughs> oh, you mean they kind of overacted? Yeah. Okay. But I think that's just because I'm used to modern acting where you sometimes underact. Yeah, <laughs> even. okay. Yeah. But that was also like... Maybe it's just because the uh, Popeye was supposed to be very intense. He just felt a bit extra, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Sometimes it felt like it was too much. But also, that could be the character. I mean, the real Popeye Anybody was there. He probably it's, Pop- it's Popeye specifically. Popeye was you felt was too, yeah, too mostly much. yeah. Okay, yeah, probably. But I think I think that, I think that's a combination uh, of the, like the, the style and Gene Hackman because he can be yeah, yeah, a little true. much sometimes. I think he's a great actor, but sometimes it's just like Ugh, calm down. <laughs> And I mean, he had the real dude there, so maybe hearing everything and like yeah. being told what exactly happened, maybe just pumped him up and it went worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wouldn't surprise uh, me. Yeah, um, I don't really have anything. Maybe that. Yeah, it's so weird to say about a movie about people standing around, but sometimes <laughs> it is. It goes so quick, you might not be able to follow along unless you're intently watching the movie which I mean you're supposed to but like I said I looked away for 10 seconds and I was like well, what happened I had to rewind yeah. it yeah so, <laughs> I would I, but that's not a bad thing it was just a personal thing that, ah, it's too fast what's happening yeah, but that's again something that nowadays we're used to movies having like so much downtime that you can look away yeah back in the days they didn't have that because you didn't have anything to be distracted by yeah they didn't cater to the distractions no, they didn't pander to the audience. No, they did oh. what they wanted to do. 
Yes, especially William Friedkin, who's yeah. known to be a very uh, uh, intense uh, 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 director. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if it is like a myth, but a lot of people have said it happened. Uh, it's in the, uh, the Exorcist um, when there's a scene like towards the middle where Karras, the priest, the young priest, is listening to um, Reagan's like backwards speaking. Yeah. Um, and then a phone rings, and he just he reacts so like, oh my god, he gets so startled by the phone. And that's because it wasn't a phone ringing on set. It was Friedkin firing a shotgun in the room. <laughs> oh, no, I, yeah, I've heard that. I didn't yeah. know it was a phone he was supposed to react to. Yeah. But yeah, I know, yeah. I've heard that he, like, scared people. Oh, yeah. Just to make them react properly. Well, as he wanted them to react. Exactly, to get the, the reaction he wanted. Or, or like, the scene where uh, Reagan's mom, whatever her name is, uh. when, she, when everything is flying around in Reagan's room and she gets knocked back into the wall. She yeah. was on like a, a pulley system with a like a girdle that could pull her back. Yeah. And they pulled her too hard. She just smacked her back against the wall. And when she screams, it's actually her screaming because she hurt her back. And like, he's just keep rolling. Real. Yeah, they keep rolling. And they used that take in the movie. Which <sighs> even when you watch like um, uh, interviews from like decades later, she still gets a little like, I didn't Ugh. like that. Uh, it's not like, but it was a good scene. And she's like, yeah, it was a good scene. But I didn't like them using that scene. No. It's like, well, it was the right one to use. Um, sometimes I mean, nowadays have to be they assholes. do use that those kinds of scenes as well. Because I, I think it was in in it's Leonardo DiCaprio in one of the movies where oh, he's yeah, a slave Django. owner. Yeah, Django where he crushes the glass his in his hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they like ask, "Is it okay that we keep this scene? <laughs> yeah. Or do you want to redo it?" Oh, freaky didn't ask. He just, "I'm going to use this one." It was yeah. Good. Yeah, because okay, I hurt we're myself. Done. Good. <laughs> Proper reaction. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was also going to say, yeah, they use that. Some, some, some filmmakers use those scenes, but other filmmakers would not even put their actors in those kind of situations. You. Oh, you have to be pulled back into a wall. Ah, stunt person. Exactly. So yeah. Unless the actor wants to. Nowadays. Oh yeah, sure. Like, uh, like uh, Keanu Reeves in. Uh, uh, John Wick. Yes. When they have to say, nope, you can't do it. Oh, You're not allowed. <laughs> Let me do it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or they take out all the glass from a scene and put in uh, uh, CGI glass. Oh, yeah. Because he wants to do it. They're like, okay, I'm but then we the baby glass. you. <laughs> Fair, yeah. <laughs> That's the scene from the John... I don't know if we've talked about that, but in John Wick 3... When they're in the room with all the knives in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And they start smashing the the display windows to get the knives. All that glass is fake because, I mean, right. they're smashing like 10 windows each. So, makes sense. Yes. Anyway, back to... Uh, back to the French to connection. French connection. I gotta ask. Um, yes. Well, you know there's a sequel, right? Uh, yeah, because it started autoplaying after the movie yeah. was done. <laughs> I was and like, wait. But it takes place in France. Is he is he chasing the the frog number one? Oh, his name is Devereaux. I'm Devereaux, not, yes. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try and say that in French, to be honest. Devereaux. Devereaux, yeah, or something. Because he goes to France. Yeah, I so know. is he chasing I, 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 him? I haven't seen. Or is it a separate uh, one? No, I, I'm pretty sure they're chasing the same guys, or at least chasing the drugs. Yeah. Um. Um. But I gotta ask, did you? 
what did you what did you think of the ending? Like what did you feel like you were like it was a like unsatisfactory or anticlimactic ending? No, but I usually don't feel cheated by endings like that. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. Like uh, whatever. But I know some people hate those endings. <laughs> oh yes. Our Prime example would yes. hate this ending. He would absolutely hate it. Because, yeah, like we said, it ain't, it ends on Popeye walking into the distance. You hear a gunshot, and then there are still frames of everyone, and they tell they tell you, "Oh, everyone got got away. Popeye and Cloudy were transferred, and the French guy disappeared." Yeah. Wh- what? And the, from what I know, there was no plans on making a second one because it took like four years before it came out. Yeah, and I'm trying a different to different Find it. Um, because I'm 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 guessing the book ends that way. Uh, uh, I don't I don't actually I don't actually know. But I I liked it because it's yeah, it felt more like because cause, cause the movie the movie I mean it isn't specifically about Popeye but I mean he is the main character yes um so it's him we're we're focusing on and. From the very beginning, he has that intensity. He he's constantly looking for something. He he wants to, you know, bust the bad guys. So if he caught the French guy, Devereaux, like he would have been like, yeah, we got him. On to the next one. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't have been like satisf- It wouldn't have satisfied him. So then it wouldn't have been satisfactory for the audience. This way. Um, if there was no sequel, we, we we're gonna have to do the sequel at some point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, but if there was no sequel, let's say there is no sequel, then it's basically like Popeye went on forever. Like, yeah. Maybe maybe it's like on a hopeless quest, but he he has no other choice basically. But it's like he will still do whatever he needs to do with every other case, but in the back of his mind, this will always be something he's searching for. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nihilistic. Like yes. <laughs> he will never catch that. He will never catch Devereaux. He will he will always be searching, which is kind of nice. Yeah, kind of nice to see like a bad ending, <laughs> in a way. I'm I'm um, looking at the the sequel. It the the uh, synopsis on on IMDb is Popeye Doyle, yeah. Popeye Doyle, yeah. uh, travels to Marseille to find Alain Charnier, French dude. The drug smuggler who eluded him in the, in New yeah, York. They talk about him as well, Charnier. Yeah, and he gets help from the gendarme, as they call. Yes. I don't know what 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 what's the what's the meta score on that one. Uh, sixty-eight. Okay, so still pretty high, but not not ninety-four like the first one. No, and it only got two nominations, no actual awards. What were the nominations? Uh, BAFTA for Best Actor, um, Golden Globes Best Actor, and Writers Guild of America Best Drama. Okay. What 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 were the let me see what was the nominations for the first one? The French Connection. Uh, I have them here somewhere. There, um, Best Picture. Oh, yeah. Best actor, best, best actor. director, best writing, best film editing, best actor in supporting role, best cinematography, best sound. Wait, so picture, actor, director, writing. That's the big... They won the big four. Plus in editing. In 72? Yep. What are the movies? We're nominated I... for best movie. I think we Gee, can check this. Right. Godfather wasn't it 72? 
Was that 73? Um, uh. No, Godfather was not, I think. Best think Director. Was... No, that was not that year, yeah. But Stanley Kubrick was nominated for Clockwork Orange. Where's the best movie or, or actress? I can't find it. They're in a weird order here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best Picture, Clockwork Orange, um, Fiddler on the Roof, Nicholas and Alexandra... And the last picture show. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I thought it went up against The Godfather, and I was like, it's not that good. <laughs> but The Godfather won, didn't it? Yes, Godfather 1 and 2 won. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That's why I got a little uh, confused. confused. Yeah, still good movies, but yeah, I can see. Maybe I can see why it won then. <laughs> Imagine a movie about a police guy winning today. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> Let, 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 let's talk about oh, yeah. it. The Godfather is... is, is um, sorry, I just have to clear this up. It's it's uh, credited as a 1972 movie, but it did won awards in 73. Oh, right, right. Because it's the yeah, and this was made in 71 or came out of 71, so it won in yeah. 72. Right, and that's why I, I got confused. Yes. That's right. Um, I know neither of us are very sensitive to... to, to to, to stuff like this. But did you did you find it at all offensive that our hero is like a racist and a, a bigot? Well, no, I didn't find it offensive. But I did question for a second, like, I wonder how how it felt to film this. Yeah. If he felt bad having to be that bad <laughs> to yeah, watch that. And, I, and I, I, I wasn't sure what, um, what Gene Hackman's own... Uh, um, uh, politics were, but I, I I read that he he kind of cringed from time to time when he had oh, to say okay. the, the the n word and be, being an asshole basically. Yeah, and, but at and the I same time, that... I mean, it is the seventies, so so it's not as um, PC as it is today. But they were starting to become a bit PC at least. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, Roy Scheider's character, Cloudy, even like points it out. Like, yeah, I could have been a white guy. Like, yeah, he, he's trying to like. And I, and I read Rectify. that uh, Lee Marvin, another like popular leading man from that time, he refused to 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 play the lead role. He thought the script was good, but he like couldn't see himself play a policeman because he hated the police. Oh, so it's, it's always been like a thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like this movie could not have been made today. No, people would have. Ha- I mean. People que- people questioned back in twenty what was it twenty nineteen twenty eighteen when the Spider Man PS four game came out. People questioned the, the fact that Spider Man was helping the cops solve crimes. What? They were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's articles about it. <laughs> but so why? Imagine, because pol- the police are authoritarian. They they but- they abuse their power. To prey, yeah. to prey on on uh, like uh, um, minorities, minorities, basically. Yes, thank you. But but Spider Man is a comic book written in the nineties, nineties oh, at sorry. least. No, seventies. Yeah, seventies. The well, the Spider Man I'm grown up with is from the nineties, I guess. But like the, the original 90s. magazines or comic books are from the seventies. I think seventies, maybe even sixties. So I mean, it's not that weird. Yeah, and I mean... You have to consider when things are made. You can't just say it has to be 
consistent with what today is. Yeah, but that's... it's a it's a 2018 Spider-Man. They thought, oh, maybe he would be more of a vigilante than just help the go- cops out. But... I mean, sort of, but but like, yeah. come on, it's still, it's still. I, yeah, I know. And I mean, Spider-Man, he's um, always helped the cops, sort of, even though the cops don't want him to. Yeah. Um. No, I'm just especially especially like what's been what what happened last year and everything like. Uh, cops are not popular anymore. I mean, they haven't no. been for a long time, and obviously, even back then, some people didn't like them. I mean, other than criminals, of course. Yeah. I don't think criminals have ever liked cops. <laughs> no. <laughs> they kind of go against each other. Yes. Um, That's why it's called cops and robbers. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, I and 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 he, even I, who was always like respected law law officers of the law even i had like a hard time with a lot of the stuff that was going on last year but it never it never bothered me like in movies or anything unless well, unless you're playing bad cops no you're but, supposed to not like them well yeah but because it's fiction yeah, like even fiction. if it's based on on real events it's still a fictionary ta- tale technically because you're retelling something with other means it's not actually happening right there happening right then and there yeah it's it's not real. Movies are fake. Yeah, <laughs> you have to keep that in mind, even though it's based on true stories. And in this specific story, even though he is kind of a racist sometimes, um, he is still like he's catching bad guys. Yeah, he is doing his job and catching bad guys and getting rid of drug smugglers and killers. Yeah, like so. at least that part's good. Yeah, but I'm just wondering. I would I would love to see this with someone who was born like in. The early two thousands, <laughs> a Gen Zer, a Zoomer, um, who, who, yeah, who's not like, uh, oh, it's a really good movie. Just someone who like a regular person. I don't think they would like this movie. No, considering what they what they're doing right now online, they would not approve of this. No, no. no. Did you know that Eminem is being cancelled for his lyrics back in the nineties? Oh my god. He was. He wasn't he an ally. He was like fuck Trump and. Uh, yeah, but he talk. He sings about. Uh, uh, he says the F slur. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh. A lot. Yes. A lot of. <laughs> and a lot of misogyny and stuff. So. Uh, yeah. Have you heard the song Kim that is just about him murdering his wife? Yes, that specifically <laughs> is one of the ones who are being cancelled. It's. You have to separate art from the artist. Kim is still yes. alive in real life. And you know what? That's just she his was words. the bad one in that in that relationship. It's like writing a diary. He just sings it. Yeah. Well, raps it. <laughs> and that that song is amazing. Have you heard it? Well, yeah, sometimes. It's an I mean, I've, I haven't listened to it recently, but I, I I know which one it is. Yeah. So yeah, this movie would not work with Zoomers. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It would probably work with millennials that aren't movie watchers as like us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because yeah, millennials still have that concept of oh, separating reality from from art and also realizing it's a, it's a product of its time. Yes. Uh we talk a lot about that on um uh, uh, my other podcast uh which I'm I I guess I'm this is a sneak 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 premiere because we haven't actually put any episodes out yet, but we're doing a Nicolas Cage themed podcast called Madness in the Method. Ah, and right. we're talking a lot about like because uh, his early movies are from like the early 80s and some of them taking place in like 50s and 60s so we're, there's a lot of us talking about like how they're like portraying women and stuff 
And like, yeah, but it's it's a movie from the eighties, takes place in the forties. So like, I would call it pretty progressive. <laughs> they can't they can change that. No, exactly. It's kinda like um uh, what's it called? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. It takes place in the seventies. Sixty nine, but yeah. Sixty nine, yeah. Like you have to consider that they treated people differently back then, so they have to do that in the movie. They can't just put uh the this century's like ways of thinking in a a 70s movie it doesn't make sense it it should yeah it should be it should be true to its time yeah historically accurate yeah that's Um, the word thank you and 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 it's also i i think it's i think it's i think it's a good thing i think it could be good for people to watch a movie like this to realize that uh things were different back then but we have progressed since things have changed yeah um and that's important so we don't erase history you know now and this is like a not a far right but definitely like a, a right wing uh like point of view that we shouldn't erase history um and but i'm you know i sure i probably lean more right than i lean left but I'm, i would consider myself somewhere in the middle um but it's it's good to preserve history it's 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 good to like have yeah. have have uh, books where they use the n word and and because we can have, learn from it. Have statues of people who were slave owners, yeah. Because it's wow. it, I mean, at least some of them, or at least put them in a museum. Yes, maybe they don't have to be in parks anymore, but put them in a museum because we need to learn from that time. Because if if all that disappears, like if all our if if the remnants of history disappear, all the bad stuff disappears, like bigotry and hatred and racism is still going to exist in people's minds. I mean, humans will always be that way because we're humans. We're flawed. Yes. We need to learn from our mistakes and if you don't know about the mistake, how will you learn? How, yeah, then how can we learn? Then all of a sudden someone's just going to say, oh, you mm, eh, the thing. And you're like, oh, what is that? <laughs> yeah. You don't know how to, instead of saying, no, you can't say that. You're not that's supposed very to say simplified, that. Yeah. yeah. But that's so, so like the whole, yeah, tr- trying to like erase that stuff and like like uh, trying to hold like artists and even movies accountable even though a movie is just it's not a living thing but it's an object <laughs> yeah and like like so, oh my god the, the the politics of this 1965 movie is so terrible we should never watch it again it's like what, what, it's from 1965 also if you stop watching it it doesn't really matter because i don't think they get a lot of revenue anyways anymore <laughs> yeah yeah that's that too so i like the production company isn't making money of it anymore so you're not making an impact of not watching it so yeah so i i I think i think it's important to keep watching movies like this now this one isn't really that offensive but i mean there is some offensive stuff but in general to keep watching old movies um yeah and and even if you find some of it offensive that's fine but i mean there's still stuff you can appreciate in the movie um, like in this movie, the camera work, the acting, yes. Yes. Um, the editing, obviously, because it's it's so intense that even you pointed it out. Yeah. Even it's, <laughs> once again, a movie about people sitting in cars and watching other people eat. And if you look at old episodes where we talk about movies like this, I would not have understood that. But this one actually like pointed out to me in a very obvious yet discreet way. Yeah. That's 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 why we're doing classics that's, as well. It's we a good movie, obviously. In a while, so <laughs> no, that's that's it's it's good that we're doing this one. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> this became a discussion of a lot of other things. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's about the movie as well. It's about the and movie I, as well. I guess there's not much more to talk about specifically about the movie. I mean, we can go into detail, but the, like the the big picture, I think we've said everything. Unless you have anything to add. No, nothing specific. Yeah. I, I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah, I was surprised at how much you enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm very happy you did. <laughs> um, You've broadened my, uh, my uh, what's it called? Horizons, your tastes. Yeah, I guess, my tastes. You're teaching me to appreciate movies in another way. Yeah, that's what I, and that's what I've always wanted to do with my channel. So I'm, I'm glad it's, uh, it's happening, even though it's working it's, with it's one on a person. smaller scale than I would have wished. <laughs> but we're growing. We're growing. We're growing. I mean, considering you started showing me movies when I was like six, yeah. we're finally getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twenty just years took 20 later. Years. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. I don't know. We don't usually grade the movies, but if we would grade it on a one to ten scale, what would you say? I'm horrible at these. I always put them kind of high and then I change my mind. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's definitely more than a five and a six, probably. It's like uh, oh yeah, seven I'm... and a half maybe. Because some, some stuff still kind of bothers me. Like tiny things, like a, it's a bit cringy to watch some of the slurs and stuff. But And it is a bit confusing sometimes. So it's not perfect. Right. But no movie is perfect. No. Well... We'll have to do an episode on that at some point. <laughs> there are perfect movies, believe me. Anyway, uh, well. um, yeah, I would I would put it like a strong, a strong, solid eight, maybe even a nine for me. But I guess it's 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 it's, it's slightly more up my alley. This kind of movie. yeah, it's also because of that, and and I'm still kind of like it's an old movie. I don't always prefer them. I have a hard time watching old movies more than I have watching new movies because yeah. like. Things like, oh, the quality is so bad. But yeah, it's from the seventies. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if I could choose, I'd be like, nah, I'd probably watch a better quality, just because. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes, though. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a seven-ish, seven, yeah. Maybe a bit more, you know, seven point two or something. Yeah. And like I said, last strong eight for yeah. me, solid eight. Um, I wish, I wish we have had more movies like this nowadays, though. I mean. Yes. It's a good thing you mentioned Dragged Across Concrete because I, I feel like Zoller, uh, together with Tarantino and I don't know Nolan and Scorsese. Yeah, there's probably more that I can't remember right now, but those are the big ones that like they're preserving this kind of filmmaking with their movies. Really, even if you know some of them, specifically like Nolan, they do add some of modern stuff into it. Yes. Um, but there's, but there's this, they have this the sense essence of, old, of it. Yeah, but there's this sense of old-timey cinema in their movies. Yes. Um, so so I, I, I enjoy that. And once again, anyone who hasn't seen Dragged Across Concrete, check it out. Yeah. It has it has it has some amazing scenes of people saying slurs and people being assholes and and it's also a good movie other than that. I mean, I'm just <laughs> I just yeah, I, just I can't be warned say, it's a bit long. It's a little, it's a little long. It's and it's not Zoller's best movie because yeah. it is too long. Yes, but it's very good, very good. I was thinking yeah. of the scene. I can't say it, but when they 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 shoot each other towards the end. Oh yeah. And uh, the guy says the he says N word to Mel Gibson, and Mel Gibson just looks at him and says, "Likewise." <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> so good. Oh my god. 
Anyway, enough talk about Dragon yes. Cross Concrete. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna watch that tonight. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm gonna uh, pump for tomorrow when when we're going back to the cinemas for the first time. Yes, yes. We did talk about doing some sort of um, patron exclusive vlog for that, oh, didn't yes. we? Yes, we're gonna vlog our cinema experience as much as we can. It's not gonna be super ex- exciting. No, it's gonna be us walking around in a mall. And then us sitting down to watch a movie. That's about it. Yeah. Um, but it'll be it'll be on the Patreon uh, page. So if you want to see it, check it out there. We'll, we'll hopefully try to... If it's if it's popular, we'll, we'll do another one uh, for our next visit, which is just going to be in a week or something. Oh, yeah. Because we got to watch A Quiet Place Part 2. Fucking finally. Finally. A year later, almost. We'll, oh, it is a year uh... later. We'll tell the story about that when we do the review. Uh, Well, the discussion. Yes. Um, But that's what's coming. And next week, then, next next Thursday, we're doing The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, because that's what we're going to watch. And um, I'm not sure what we're going to do this Monday for the Patreon exclusive, but you'll find out if you follow us and subscribe on Patreon, of course. And we'll we'll hint at it on our, our other socials, of course. Yes, of course. Well, that's going to have to be it for today. Yes. Uh, Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's hosted by Tobias Anderbeke Vedin, produced by Tobias Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. Direction and sound editing by Tobias Vedin. A big thank you to all our supporters over on Patreon for keeping this show going. Rasmus Jonsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad. 